Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Season 10, Episode 7 and 8. As we wrap up Season 10 here with House of M by Brian Michael Bendis, Olivia Coppell, Townsend on Pencils. We are going to finish this up as opposed to doing Issues 7 and 8 in two separate episodes. We are going to together because... Um, they should be. Uh, we're really just ready to get through the end of this. We'll debut our new series here coming up at the end of the podcast, so you're going to have to wait around for that. We have the full uh, crew of Marvel House tonight on the line. Tonight it's the same man. Same man, say what's happening. Well, hello there, people. What's going on tonight? Man, recording on a Tuesday night, something that we have, I don't know if we ever did that. Not too many Tuesdays. Yeah, no, yeah. it was the Thursday night comic book show that kind of morphed into this. So no, not usually on Tuesdays. I think maybe not some usually. Wednesdays because comic book day. But yeah, Tuesdays, just a different night. Uh, worked out for everybody. Also on the line is uh, Brother Beavis. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Hi. if you're watching the YouTube version of this, Brother Beavis, you don't have your Xavier Gray Malkin background going on. What's yeah. going on? Well, you know, I threatened to move on from that, but I've been too lazy to actually hook up another one. So I think <laughs> I should at least <laughs> turn it off. Yeah. I have an idea for number two, but I just too lazy. All right. No problem. <laughs> and uh, joining us back this week, it's uh, with he's got the House of M screensavers in the back if you're watching on video. It's Big Hutch. What's going on, man? Hello, folks. Yes. Uh, what is that like? I mean, how do you, I mean, is that like uh, just a program yes, running in the back? Right. Or? It's, yes, it's just the YouTube stuff right in the back. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, like I said, uh, to set the show, we're going to go through issues seven and eight tonight um, to wrap this up. Um, if you've been listening, you've kind of probably seen that we've been kind of so-so about it. And before I press, re- press record, I was probably being a little bit less diplomatic than I am being right now. But that's going to come up later. Um, because at this series is now what 15 years old, maybe it hasn't aged well. I didn't read it originally anyway, but yes, it ends in this gigantic or momentous occasion, but or moment, but just overall, um, yeah, we'll get to it. All right, but before we do that, our little recap here ahead of time is the boys uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I was late to the game for season one. Y'all again, y'all mother blankers didn't say like, Hey, well, two things. Y'all mother blankers didn't say, Hey, the boys (laughs) is really good. And then B, Hey, Elizabeth shoes on the boys and you should go and watch it. So get both of y'all completely for that or all of y'all for that part too. But season two premiered, I guess a weekend ago now. Um, and they're September 3rd or 4th or something. Yeah. They did three issues or three episodes at the start. And then now they're doing the one episode a week type of thing. Um, to me, uh, just a really great show. I can even, even with all the ultra violence and all the weirdness, I can even get my wife to watch it. So that's, that's pretty amazing. You guys have all seen it. What do you think of the first, you know, few episodes of season two? Um, it's very, it started off dark. It hasn't left dark street. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> every, every, you, as soon as you think something is, you know, okay, th- this can't happen, yeah. it happens. Nice, yeah. It, it, it definitely has some twists and turns that you're really not looking for. Brother Beavis, they introduce a whole-ass white supremacist as a, a, a Hydra Cap villain there. Uh, definitely didn't see that coming. Well, you only didn't see it coming until you heard her name. Yeah, and uh, I kind of knew that from the early press. 
But it's mm-hmm. not until like episode three you're like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, her character yeah, and demeanor uh, changes. Yeah, I, Cash, I, I sent that to y'all too. I mean, I watched that show, uh, You're the Worst, which is on FXX. Uh, you could call it a comedy, but it is probably the most uncomfortable 40 minutes you will ever watch in your life. This shit is just uncomfortable. Like, yeah. man, like this is really two terrible people falling in love with each other, but they are really terrible people. It is so hard to watch sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so looking good for the boys. Sandman, how do you think the first four episodes have gone? Uh, pretty good so far. It certainly keeps you on your toes. I mean, the first season did that, but man, you just never know. Homelander, good grief, man. Yeah. It's more- <laughs> I love Homelander. I love you Homelander. Would. I mean, you always, whenever he's on the screen, you you get up in your seat. It's like, oh, what's he going to do now? Oh, that yeah. Crazy. What's he going to do? Agreed. So- he's Hyperion from the Squad of Supreme. I mean, yeah, the, yeah he is. Right. Yeah, he I is. mean, well, they're all right. like the Squad of Sinister or whatever, Squad of Supreme, whatever. <laughs> Supreme, so, yeah, yeah they're. I love the show. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. the idea of what happens if the Justice League were full of terrible people is a great <laughs> premise for a show. And I mean, it, it is, yeah. you know, to make fun of, <clears throat> of their powers within their powers. I saw somebody like cosplaying on like Instagram or something of Homelander. And I was like, yeah, I could see why you would want to do that. But mm, kind of side-eyeing you too. Because uh, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would be like you cosplaying Stormfront. Oh, so you're cool being a white supremacist? Okay. Uh, it, no. It's coming. It's coming. You so might as well gear up. Yeah. I mean, they're they're cosplaying. They don't really yeah. believe what they do on well, there. Well, well, we don't know that for sure. Uh, well, that's the that's the thing. The doubt. Yeah. That, that's the that's the fun of cosplaying. Well, kind of the fun of cosplaying. You want to make people look at you and react, and yeah. that's what that will do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh, it's interesting I, to I, see I him take for- on the uh, the Superman problem as far as storytelling. Like that's yeah. his, his biggest flaw is there's right. no opposition. So to see everybody like trying to keep their schemes going in the midst of his crazy shit, yeah, it's it's uh, that's the squadron supreme. Exactly. That's what they're they're all yeah, that is. They're right. all afraid of uh, Hyperion. Yeah, they're yeah. all right. They're all afraid of, him, but they're also all plotting against him. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will point out that uh, Stormfront, uh, when we you know when we do get the reveal that she's a full ass white supremacist or whatever, uh, she does use up her lightning powers to fry black people. That's all I'm saying, just just saying, it's it's a trope at this point. You know, if the black power don't bless you, if the black heroes don't have freaking uh, lightning powers, they're gonna get lit up somehow. It's just it is what it is. So yeah, yeah. and uh, you know we're spoiling or whatever then. Every time I see him, I think he's like Black Captain America, uh, their fake Flash character, because of the way his costume is, the way it's set up. Like it's like, oh, he got fired from his job. How you get how you get fired from being a hero, man? That's just it's just terrible. Uh, you get caught doing bad shit. Yeah, you get covered up. You got an almighty psychopath that's your leader. I don't know. That's yeah. a lot of ways, I guess. <laughs> Placed him with a white dude as the speed dude. What what kind of world is this? Who are you fucking got? Christian McCaffrey, nigga? What, what's going on? Like that just don't work in real life. Well, well, he was probably catching him because he was black. Mm. So yeah. now this yeah. is, I mean, they're doing everything that's the opposite, and yeah. that's the opposite. Yeah, I, 
Mm-hmm. I, I, we were the last episode, I guess the next and last episode or whatever. The one with the where Aquaman where they went through the whale. And spoiling guys. My wife was just like, no. They <laughs> called the deep. The deep. The deep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, mm-hmm. that's another must-see character. Oh my god! For all uh, the I mean, opposite reasons, though. They're they're all. I mean, they're all pretty good. Yeah. And him yeah, falling for the most part. Him, yeah. him falling into characters. a cult. Him in a cult now. That's, that's, I mean, it's like what in the world? Like who's writing this it's, stuff? It's oh, terrible. It's just Terrible. insane. So yeah, I mean, what what a what a unique uh, show. I guess would be the best way of putting it. Uh, so yeah, if you, you must watch, watch it, on Friday. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't watched it, we spoiled the shit out of it. Um, so <laughs> there's that for you. Uh, but you could also go back and watch season one before you jump into that. They did swerve me with putting Elizabeth Shue back on the show last week. I uh, wasn't happy about that. That definitely gave me a couple of nightmares. Um, so yeah, not not cool at all. All right. So, yeah, watch the boys. I uh, highly recommend it from the folks at Brothers Comic. All right. So, let's jump back into House of M, uh, issue oh, number wait, seven. Can I, I have one more. Did you Go know ahead. that the creative team behind the show is Seth Rogen and his writing troupe? Uh, is that a favorite I, I, I heard that on the side. I, I heard that somewhere, too. And now I got a damn to give it the X. <laughs> I can't give I can't give Seth Rogen my time, energy, and money. That yeah. fat fuck noted. Yeah, yes. I understand. Uh, I thought you. Yeah, before, before we switch off, I thought you were gonna bring up brother. Because I put in the text chain. I don't think you were responding. That um, Starlight is not the same <laughs> character from the front and the back. Like this is yeah. not like. There's definitely a different actress when they shoot her from behind. Well. They, but they also make a point of like showing her get out of costume, and it's all fake. Like she shows her wig and all her patterns. Yeah, so yeah. it could be part it, of it. That's, a, okay. that's a great point. <laughs> she got some butt plants. But yeah, I was reading about that, and they they actually make that point. It's because she's like she's you know now she's actually wearing the costume, right? She's pretending to be as bad as the rest of them, and I think yeah. for her it was important to show that like this ideal that she's showing is is not mm. real. So. Yeah, it's 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 such a unique show. Like I would rather binge the whole freaking thing, but like social media would spoil it. So it'd be just I mean, season one. I didn't know anything about it, so I didn't know or care to watch it or (laughs) anything about it. But now it's just impossible. So. I'd rather be with, I thought you were going to bring up Cthulhu Country or Lovecraft. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're back there too. Huh? I, I'm still, I, I haven't watched the newest one of that either. Um, I was telling you like three. Right, but if you, if you couldn't have handled the first two uh, episodes, boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three. Yeah. The producer will never. I can't do it. Like, Is that my yeah. Like lock you in the house, lock you in the room, and turn it on, and come back like forty five minutes later. You'd be like under the bed. That show? No, you couldn't go under the bed though. That's part of the problem. Right? Yeah. There's shit under the underneath the bed too. That show yeah. just went <laughs> dark. Yeah, I thought four was. I watched four. I thought it was lame, and I yeah, yeah. This one yet. The, the but, issue four was some Indiana Jones bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's got some issues. Yeah, yeah whatever. It's oh, actually it's interesting because it's more of an anthology than it seems. Like there is a story, but each episode is is very different in a way. Right. It's like it's, yeah. It's like a. It is like Indiana Jones or 
them serials or something. Yeah, it's almost like exploring different genres, all centered right. around horror. But there's a like there's like a totally different flavor to each of the episodes so far. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll never watch Is that three. Yeah, that's no, not me. <laughs> 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 episode three. Because <laughs> you were just talking about seeing that, I watched that. I was like, oh hell no, he can't get oh, this. Oh, oh. I had to turn the lights on. <laughs> damn! Oh damn! That's a litmus test right there, shit. Yeah, that episode three was a a mother mother. Oh, that's hilarious! Like I left all my I'm, money in the basement. Oh well, it's crazy. It's just not gonna get spent. <laughs> I gotta admit, I'm curious. I'm I'm gonna probably gonna end up watching it eventually. I may be no, sorry, but I am too. I don't know. But yeah. it ain't gotta happen. Yeah, it I, ain't I, happen. I keep, I, you know, I get home about a, a full hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes before my wife, and you know where it's fully sun out in Florida. So you know, hey, it was good. Uh, I, I watch this shit in the daytime, and she ain't here. But every time I get to doing it, I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do it. Let me do the laundry. <laughs> I take yeah. a pass on that. So yeah, yeah, you, you, it, it ain't, okay. it ain't for you, sir. Damn, damn, <laughs> missing out on the good stuff. If there was nudity, we'll let you know. But if Elizabeth Shoe shows up, we will let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) put the notice out. Uh, Before we get started at the House of M issue seven, Hutch, you weren't around for issue six. We instituted a new rule on this podcast. Um, If you make a wrestling reference, um, it has to be followed by. uh, And by the way, fuck Hulk Hogan. Uh, Just as he. Tweeted out the other day that some one of his friends' dog got a, a, a ballot in the mail to vote, which is a, I'm sure a full ass lie. But uh, yeah, maybe not. Well, no, yeah. So if you make a wrestling yeah. reference, you just have to, you know, we'll correct you if you don't, or somebody will correct the other person. But yeah, just duly be, duly noted. Like we would ever right. make a wrestling so, reference on this program. <laughs> yeah. This is about comic books. Yeah, fuck Hulk Wrestling's right. stupid. <laughs> so, our recap, our recap, the unplugged heroes head to Genosha to confront Magneto and find the missing Charles Xavier. All along, along the way, Luke, Luke Cage uh, proves to be a sucker. Felicia Hardy has amazing abs and Wolverine is still front and center. Plus, the downfall of Cyclops as leader of the X-Men begins here. So, if you were wondering how we got the Racer X Cyclops, and him killing Charles Xavier, the descent into a terrible character really starts in this moment. Uh, so just so to let you know. All right. So I'm going to share screen here with you. My daughter taught me to what copyright thing to put in there so I can uh, not get our podcast, uh, our videos <laughs> copyrighted by YouTube every time. I, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they put that in there. I was like, like, wait, what? I don't know anything about that. All right, so here we go with the multiple covers. And it's a comic book fight, y'all. You want to shout out the folks that you see doing anything important here? Uh, Luke Cage getting put on fire. It's a trope. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I see uh, Wolverine doing his slashing shit. Well, he's slashing something. Yeah, I don't know who. But uh, who's that that fake Wolverine in the left corner? Fake Wolverine. Um, yeah, I don't who, know. The, who the hell is that? I don't see a. I don't see a fake Wolverine. Is that a sword no, sighting? He's got like a helmet on. Well, I think oh, all the helmets. Those are the red shirts. Those are the Genosha red shirts. Yeah, those are the House of M red shirts. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's just some Carol, that's some jabroni. Yeah, who's yeah, Carol Danvers choking out? They look like Colossus, but that ain't but that ain't that's him. Not that ain't him. No, there's some silver skinned dude and a green. I think there's some Namors like uh like King's Guards or whatever. I think there might be an acolyte that can do mm. something like that. Uh, maybe. Is that a Sauron sighting up there? That is a Sauron sighting up there as well. The worst. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. My God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Cyclops still Cyclops still fighting in his Henley uh T shirt there. Ridiculousness! Awesome. Mm. Okay, yeah, so there's the still artist. an extra. There's still an extra white dude in Luke Cage's crew that we have not identified. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's just a comic book fight. It's just a big old splash page of a bunch of stuff going on of Gaga, as we like to call it. Uh, the art I put is that as a little bit minimal or whatever, so it's kind of hard to tell some what the characters are doing. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it is what it is. So when we get to page Deuce. We still get this whole same thing. And then the plot of this whole story is like, you know, what have y'all done? You know, Pietro's just to get into this about what they've done to his sister, you know, and you have this angry thing there. What I'm going to notice here in this book is the difference between or telling the difference between uh, Magneto and Pietro is very, very difficult. Like when you get into some of the shots, you have really no idea which one it is. Um, and, you know, they're out of costume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, without that, they're both dressed up like Captain Crunch. So, um, hey, that's hating on Captain Crunch. (laughs) I love Captain Crunch, but that's a fine too. Yeah, the costume (laughs) or outfit or whatever. Yeah, it's just bad. Uh, There's um, whatchamacallit's abs, by the way. Just letting you know. They tried to. So he gets. Yeah, he gets up, but Pietro gets some offense, and he takes out like essentially like a whole bunch of people here, like in a second. Now, he just runs through all the heroes. He's going to repeat that here in a little bit, just like from uh, those two X-Men movies. Then he runs into Rogue and, you know, knocks him back. And then there's this thing with uh, Doctor Strange trying to figure out the part of the plan where he needs to find Wanda. And there's, I mean, he's going to have some dialogue here, but the rest of the book, he's like, he's all you do is you see him, like, just staring off into space. Like, you know, it's like, oh, what's going on? Oh, this seems interesting. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Hutch, your boy Nightcrawler getting some, I guess, is that offense? Would you call mm-hmm. that offense? Or he just gets to tell that's, that's called just splashing on the page, yo. No, <laughs> boy. Uh, you, uh, what are you going to do with typical strength? Ooh. I, I <laughs> uh, yeah, he said he's going to fight the Cubs. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, he goes off. And then we get into, uh, you know, the boudoir chamber. I've seen some movies that start off like this. Um, <laughs> Hello, doctor. <laughs> Bathe her and bring her to me. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, Dr. Strange there. He finds, I guess, his astral plane form, finds Wanda. She's there with her two freaking weirdo bastard kids that don't really exist. And, you know, they go to have this whole last conversation about, you know, well, what's going on? Have you been creating things? I mean, you know, as a certified play therapist, by the way, um, this is literal play therapy. Um, literally. Like, this is what you would do with a child to have them tell you what's going on and, you know, tell, put, you know, show me on the dolly where they touch you. Um, like, this is literally what would happen in this situation. So, in a sense, it, it kind of made a little bit of sense for me. Um, but, you know. She brings up the fact that, hey, you created Layla Miller. And she's like, I don't know who the hell that is. What are you talking about? 
Uh, and he goes through all of these things about that. And I'm just like, I, you know, I, you kind of get to the sense like this is trying to go somewhere, Brother Beavis, but it's just taking a long time to get there, as usual. Yeah, I mean, they're trying, it's almost like uh, having failed to really tell a story. Now they have to tell us what we just read for six mm-hmm. issues. And I, I think we've seen a lot of things where, you know, they, they, had a, they knew how to start a story and didn't have a finish. Uh, mm-hmm. Matrix, we're all looking at you uh, as an example. Um, but, like, this is, seems to me like the story where they knew how to end it, and then they just, you know, had to have a bunch of books to justify the crossover. It's like they had this, oh, what if we did this at the end? Okay, well, what do we do with that? I don't know. Wolverine and Spider-Man, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, when you get into issue eight, it's just like, oh yeah. By the way, uh, this shit is ending this week, uh, so we need to finish that up. Uh, so yeah, you've created so much. Hey, that's what mommies do, you know. And then the little kid is like, playtime is not talk time, you know. Like I don't, I wonder what was the the conversation about making these kids look like freaking bastards. There, saying man, like, what is the point of making them look like that? They look like that creature. That was chasing the toys around in Toy Story Four. <laughs> they look like little Damien children. Is what they look yeah. like. They look like freaking. I mean, they've got a couple shots of them where they look like almost monstrous. They got that creepy ass, the uh, straight cut. across bangs haircut. Yeah, and, uh, the dumb yeah. and dumber so, haircut. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Even that's even better. Um, <laughs> they're trying to tell you there's something way to up off about these children (laughs) basically so if you didn't know already which you probably should have so it took 30 30 years Mm, for sure at least well yeah at that point probably yeah maybe introducing that of the original story about them being born or not born. yeah yeah get rid of these crazy story yeah 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 but the fight rages on Outside, Wanda doesn't know, like, her little doppelganger that was out there at the uh, the state's uh, dinner or whatever. You know, that's just a body I create, you know, for father to just throw out there or whatever. You know, I'm just in here chilling, playing with my kids. It's, it's, it's kind of creepy in a sense. But, you know, she's like, there's always fighting. You know, there's, there's, there's always fighting. It's, no matter what I do, they always start to fight. And so you're trying to get to, like, well, how this happened. Like, how did we get to this particular point? You know, and then we get the Scooby-Doo flashback <laughs> memory about ac- what actually happened, you know. And um, and this, Hutch, I have a note here that says, and then they make us pay for some pages that we already read before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the classic flashback to yeah. <laughs> come back to a bunch of hee-haw. But yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. bad artwork to, to boot. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I wonder why they didn't kind of recap it that way. But um, yeah, I, as, I, well, I guess he was in a despaired state at that time. But Magneto's pajamas are not. Um, That's, those <laughs> is crazy people pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> he, just ate his, he just had his lunch out of one of those little paper cups. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah with his pills. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Take your pills. <laughs> or else, right? Yeah. You, um, we're working yeah, so, the remote today. Yeah, you can watch whatever. 
so we gave he gets it goes through this whole thing i guess that was from issue number one you know what you know they're meeting they're gonna kill her what do you have me do and then as a you know a cup in the corner there's dr strange gets to watch this story as it unfolds they're gonna kill her what do you have whereas me? whereas you ought to because i mean he could have done a better job dr strange yeah i mean it's it's kind of weird that they go back and tell it like this way when even though uh, probably in 2005, maybe people didn't realize what was going to happen. But it's fairly obvious at this point that, you know, Magneto had nothing to do with this. And so you're just getting to this point of Pietro and Wanda figuring out this freaking ending of, you know, how we're going to have this happy fairy tale. And we have the two of them together and all we wanted to do would be a family and we were happy once and they bring up their daddy issues. I mean, you know, brother, baby, so you feeling the emotional weight of this situation? Because even <laughs> they were teamed together in the Avengers and stuff, I never felt that they were always close. He was a dick. She was crazy. That was pretty much the end of it. Yeah, they're so different. It, it is kind of hard to buy it uh, because I think she's as crazy as she's become up to this point. I mean, she's kind of been the one that's more assimilated and actually been on the team. And, and he's always held himself apart. I think going back to the original Brotherhood of Evil Mutant days, it, it was by it was it made more sense there because it was more of a protective role. But it's almost like in the absence of that, he didn't have anything else to do either story wise or that's his personality. So, yeah, I don't. It, it's a hard sell for me just because they seem to be so different. And also, like they might have they've they've been they've existed at so much in publication and really haven't been all that close since they were introduced. That it's hard to buy that there's this whole happy time that we missed out on. Yeah, man. Yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of amazing how Quicksilver is involved in all. all, I mean, he's all through Marvel's universe. Uh, He, I mean, he's in the Fantastic Four books. He's in the Inhumans. He's a mutant. X Factor. And he X Factor. Yeah, he's all. He's everywhere. He's one of them characters that. and usually they portray him as crazy, and, and I can go dick. for that. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah, but does anybody care about him? Nobody really gives a shit about that. I, enjoy, I enjoyed him when he was in X-Factor. I thought, you know, they have a situation... They have one issue where they break everybody down, and they kind of give their... What's going on in their heads. And I think he had... He had an, an antagonistic role in that that I think was good. He was the one that, you know, refused to wear the government-issue costumes and things like that. I, I thought he was good in that. I, I think it is possible to make good Quicksilver stories. I think uh, to go back to something Big Hutch once said, I mean, I mean, if if, if you don't believe that the Vision and Wonder Man is the Brokeback Mountain of Marvel, <laughs> then this is, you know, then it, maybe it's this one. I, I don't know. It's just these story, these Avengers stories that they keep going back to the well, and it's more like uh, I want you to believe this is the story. Even though you, even if you read all the books, you wouldn't necessarily get it. You know, so yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah, like where's the where's the story of like where they were happy do, together at any point in time? Like you know, like oh, you know, things were good when we were uh, fighting against the other mutants. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was mad that you were screwing a robot. Uh, I mean, like <laughs> where are the like the stories like that where they were just happy like a family? trying to get up with you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's just there's no time when they're like, oh, they were like, you know, so close of siblings or whatever. So I just it's kind of hard to buy this part. But yeah, so Pietro, I mean, again, he's manipulative. He wants to see his 
where I get that part of it. But, I mean, he goes about it completely the wrong way. Like, well, you could. And it's <laughs> scenario about, uh, like, you know, what she could do with her powers. And, you know, Xavier, you could, you know, exist your all few powers together because, you you know, you can essentially do anything. And she's like, I can't control it. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, you know, let's just blow up it. You could make everybody happy, you know, and as we go back and look at the book, Sandman, that's essentially what she did. She made everybody have, like, a, whatever their thought process was their happiest life. You know, Peter Parker's a superstar, rock star, superhero. Everybody had mm-hmm. their life. And that's, you know, yes. well, the ring wasn't happy. Uh, was he? Um, yeah, he thought he'd be married to Jean Grey, but no. Yeah, okay. married yeah. to Mystique. Where where did that come from? Or they weren't married, I guess. We, uh, they were they're just smashing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that made him happy, but uh, yeah. Um, but the whole plan was for them to basically use Xavier's telepathy to make everybody yeah. read everybody's mind and make uh, yeah to see what they really happy wanted. That. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah, just a, just screwy. Just what I would expect from something from a page Yeah, I mean, he's not... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, um, where is Xavier's happy? Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, they screw Xavier, I guess, huh? Right. Uh, I mean, they, they did have that little... Uh, Effigy to him is like he died so mutants could live. It wouldn't make me happy. Yep, no, it didn't make him happy at all. I'm sure. Well, he wasn't actually there. Remember, they rolled away the stone three days later, and he was gone. And then he mm-hmm. now, now that's line stepping. And then forty days later, um, <laughs> he ascended. Stepping. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so she says, like, when the heroes come, I'm not gonna fight them at all. I'm just a coward, you know, whatever. And he's like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. a coward with class 1,000. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ability. Yeah. Like 46 hit he, points. He totally convinces her <laughs> that he can make everybody happy here. And, you know, and then Dr. Strange finally sees this story. He's like, oh, it wasn't Magneto. It was Pietro. Now, here's the thing. Okay, so I read, I have, and again, this is in my wheelhouse as my son was born, wasn't reading comic books or whatever. It would seem like this would have been a perfect time to do a, um, a wrestling term. And by the way, fuck Hulk Hogan, a full on heel change where you could have actually used the, 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 the heat here that Quicksilver had to try to make him an A level villain. Although his power level sucks as a heel, like what he did should have put him at a level. Like, there's no way you can, after doing something like that, there's no way you can come back to being a hero. You have to go full on, Namor, I'm a dick, heel. And uh, I'm pretty sure that that didn't happen because I've seen him running around with heroes and stuff. And what do you think, Hodge? Um, he, I mean, he's one of those characters that you, from episode to episode or issue to issue or book to book, he, I mean, he has been the, I'm fuck the Avengers. Go Pietro. <laughs> go Quicksilver. Go mutants. And then the next yeah. episode, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be a good guy this time." I mean, he yeah, yeah he's a he goes right down the middle. Yeah, he's the, he's the, yeah he does. Very he, much they they like that. Yeah, they should have pushed him to full heel status, brother. Baby. 
Uh, I mean, I think, you know, MCU Pietro is essentially a god, uh, <laughs> depending on depending on which studio's version you watch, right? Uh, yeah. Fox, Fox version is a god. The MCU version is dead, yeah. <laughs> for one thing. And <laughs> I, I think but, that, yeah. you know, it, we, we, as we've read him, we wouldn't see him as a villain. But if you think, if you like, you want to consider his analog and think about Professor Zoom or whatever, I mean... There is, you can imagine a speedster supervillain that would work. Um, I agree with you. I hadn't thought about that before, but I, it, that is definitely a missed opportunity. They had the, they gave him a heel turn. I don't even think he gets like a real redemption arc or payoff or anything. I don't either. Yeah. 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 It, is, it has become kind of a wasted opportunity. Again, yeah, I would say they wanted this set up for whatever reason. And it was like, well, we just need seven. And, and actually, I was looking in the app to try and find this one again. There is a gang of tie-in books. They, like, stopped all publication. Everything was House of M for however long. I'm like, for real? Maybe the story is out there in the corner because I'm not seeing it in the mainline book. Yeah, I see. There's a whole undercurrent conversation that we'll have at the end of this that just I'm going to throw it out there now about how these damn crossovers or events are absolutely pointless anymore because this shit happened 15 years ago. And yes, No More Mutants is a huge moment and story, but every underlying other thing about that was complete. Well, shit, that too. It was all retcon. So while I'm done. Yeah, I mean, really, what was the point of doing it if you weren't going to make some version of something permanent out of this? Other than making, now they made Wanda a a faceless heel, fuck Hogan, and that is like something, you know, that, I mean, they built that story in the House of X that we read, you know, like a year ago. So, I mean, that is a thing too, but him... Like I, I mean, I'm trying to think of any of the, the post-House of X books. Have we seen Pietro in any of these books? I don't even remember him in House of X. I know Yeah, he's not on Krakoa, so... I don't remember him in Krakoa, no. Yeah, so that's interesting, too. Okay. So, yeah. He's so, plotting something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Dr. Strain gives the... And, you know, Pietro goes and starts running through people again. And then we have this moment where, uh, hold on, did I skip too far there? No, you didn't. This is also stupid. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. And uh, so Pietro goes running off Captain Crunch style. And uh, Dr. Strange communicates to Emma, like, hey, this is what happened. And then we get, like, a death scene, air quotation or whatever, where and, uh, the onomatopoeia is chuck. Uh, and then Wanda falls out, and you know we see her with a big arrow shot in her back. And but then we go to another cutscene, and now okay, so does Layla unplug Pietro from the Matrix? Is that how you interpret this, or does she unplug Magneto from the Matrix? I can't really tell. That's Magneto. Okay. That's Magneto. Okay. Or Adam he's Warlock. He's got the power in his his hand thing going. So okay, yeah. So she unplugs him. Yeah, I, I, okay, because yeah, that makes sense when we get to another scene here. And so, boom, we get this full-on shot of Brother Beavis' boy, Cyclops, there, <laughs> looking, or not Cyclops, uh, Hawkeye, looking very much okay. like, well, that's yeah, a, that, save for the feet being of proportion, that is a full-on Liefeld design right there, man. Full-on. <laughs> Pretty um, strappy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, With that Colossus arm, apparently, too. Yeah, yeah he's got the Colossus thing on. Yeah, but I mean, you know, his arms are too big. 
Yeah. But, and, and again, like, okay, so he go and somehow he's able to sneak into wherever she was. So there's that part of it. And then he's super angry because, you know, you killed you me. I killed. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. I love you. Like, wait, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> he loves everybody, and he always yeah. gets dumped. <laughs> yeah, the Hawkeye's love life is not great. Um, uh, can, I, can, I do a, can I do a break-in real quick? Sure. Um, they made the Avengers game on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. They cut Hawkeye out on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, no, they're supposed to be bringing him into a, a DLC. I'm just saying. But, yeah. In the meantime, they're still like Hawkeye. Down on Hawkeye. Dinky Lee they replaced, they, they replaced Hawkeye with a minority child. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they they do not care for my frog guy at all. Everybody got that. a movie but me. <laughs> mm, yeah, he's. I mean, well, that's a whole different podcast about how that character sucks in the MCU. But anyway, did they give um, a reason? So this the Hawkeye being dead goes back to um, Avenger it, disassembled. Yeah. Disassembled. Did they give a yeah. reason why she killed him in that? Was it just like she loved him too much? She couldn't exist in this new world, or yeah. did she also kill the vision? Was she just severing ties or something? I can't remember. No, I mean I don't think I, there I don't was any either. explanation. They, well, he his his backpack caught on fire. Yeah, and then he went reason. to go cr- kill the Cree or whatever. Right, and right, he sacrificed he sacrificed himself out like out of Independence Day and mm. blew up the Cree uh, warship. No, mm. yeah, I don't it was just a alleged <laughs> emotional scene. And did they have a relationship? Like, uh, you know, like everybody in Avengers. I'm not in the Avengers. They probably yeah, did. Right. Them, hey, your door's unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that they're not using as much here is this goes back, and he mentions it, but this goes back to when the team was Captain America, Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch, but. They don't use yeah. Captain America at all in this. Yeah. Uh, because it's MAGA. Um, MAGA. And they only, they like, they missed the opportunity to actually give the three of them a payoff scene in this. So it's like they're not even using kind of that shared history other than a couple passing references. And, but but you know why, though? I mean, the, the shit only happens when there's no Captain America usually, <laughs> no Charles Xavier. You know, none of the bad rock characters that bring stability to these shits. When mm-hmm. them people are gone, then you can write crazy shit like this. Yeah. But even without Cap, yeah. put the put the other three together. And then the next the next person added to the team was Black Panther. He's not in this either. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's a horrible Avengers team, by the way. Well, it just seems that they put this, like, scene in there. Really, I, I mean, I, I, let's call it a, an emotional scene. Like, we wanted to get something in there. Like, oh, you know, let's get everybody upset. Remember, he disappeared, like, in one of the uh, the books before. Like, oh, Hawkeye's gone. He disappeared in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was at the farm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know he was going to pop back up. So, I mean, yeah, they, it, it, I don't know. It, yeah, they're counting on you to be a historian to get anything yes. out of this series. They're not... They're, you know, as as bad as they are with the sort of previously on recaps and the restating and the reprinting of pages, they're not telling enough of the story. They're just counting on you to know it because it's their history. Yeah. 
And in addition, you know, trying to play everything out visually, and then sometimes it gets a little bit goofy here and there. And, you know, he gets Thanos snapped out, you know, by the way, there's a lot of similarities here between that story and that, but that's a whole other podcast as well. The only that it did that in the, in the comic Yeah, we did. Movie. You know, and she's starting to lose grip on reality again, you know, that she's unable to control her powers or whatever. And, you know, then Pietro goes and takes out everybody again with his powers, you know. I mean, I so have a problem with freaking uh, Luke Cage's design here. And then I'm going to same comment when we get to issue eight. Um, I know why. You know, it's awful. I ain't going to make that reference, but I'll make it later. And so Magneto's like mad and he starts to take out his son or whatever. And he's like, you did all this in my name, boy. I'm like, first off, your name is Mud anyway, Hutch. What the hell is he talking about? Exactly. Um, I, I mean, well, first off, he, he enjoys this fantasy shit because he actually won one for the first time. Way to go, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean you're right. Your your name, uh whatever name you want to use, is yeah, it's shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, exactly. You should have never did this. Looks like Flair, like, you know, when Flair had those um like crazy promos when he was really going and the spittle is all over the place. <laughs> Um, that's all his promos. Yeah, me. His promo now has spittle, but now yeah. has, has yeah, yeah, when he got the real good spittle going, you know. So he's going on and on and on. This is very Liefeld Eskian, by the way. Y'all can't tell me it's not like the, the faces and all that because drawing toes and feet and chest. All this is super Liefeld. Um, it's not quite as bad as Liefeld stuff, but I mean, it's yeah, in I the same. It. It's in that. What's that yeah. dude? That uh, Ian Churchill, Brett Booth, like that kind of world of of uh, comic yeah. book drawing. Um, so you know, so yeah, so they have their little battle, and then Wanda, you know, makes a hot tag save. Uh, fuck Hulk Hogan, and you know, she comes in and sees her brother all laid out. She gives um, Magneto the the Matrix. Uh, mouth closed thing for um, for uh, Neo there uh, makes him close his mouth and she comes down and then we've got to get to the you know the, the pentel of moment or whatever this thing is about you know all I ever wanted to do was be happy all we wanted to ever do was be a family like there's a lot of blood coming out of his head right there like as, I mean but he's not dead right like or she's dead and he brings him back to life with that what you say yeah, I couldn't tell if it's, he still had a head, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a yeah, lot of blood he, there. I think he's donuts. Yeah, I think she brings him back to life. Um, you know, uh, and then they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then she goes into this self-hatred moment here, you know, where, you know, I just all we wanted to do was to be happy and all this. You chose the mutants over us. You chose all this other thing and everything, you know, everything goes to shit, essentially speech. And so she gets so mad. And then she gets to the point where she says the, the magic words here, no more mutants. We're freaks. Come on. I, this kind of bothered me too. Like really, this is where you got to that point. Like, I mean, it just didn't yeah. make any sense to me. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, Why not just, that humans too, like everybody. You trying to make yeah. sense out of a crazy person. Yeah, I okay. I mean, when you yeah. put it that way, I guess. Yeah. Counselor. yeah. 
Yeah, I get. Well, I mean, I guess crazy people don't make sense. You're right. So she gets to that point. She goes no more mutants on that ass. We get the white screen that we got from before after she fades out of there. That we're paying for. You know, and that's it. That's issue seven. I mean, again, I mean, they they worked up to this moment. It's a obviously a huge moment in Marvel history or whatever that they will retcon, you know, less than five years from after they did it. So I mean, this the crossovers in and of itself don't mean But this is okay, but this is really because Sony still had the contract for making X Men. Fox. Yeah. Some other folks. And they went trying to get him no money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's the that's the five dollar shit. But this was two thousand and five though, so the MCU's not even a thing at this point. Now the Fox movies are though. The Fox okay, movies man. are a thing. The X Men movies are a thing, but this is three years before Iron Man. So like I don't I I think this is a response to new X Men. Was that they let Grant Morrison create gloob and glop and flippity flop and all these wackity whack ass mutants and they people I mean we're still and some of them are still around still but nobody around. cares about them. They're still around. They're, They're still around. around some of them and nobody cares. Yeah. So I just thought they was like, man, we got too many mutants and they do. They do have too many mutants. They just mm-hmm. they got too many characters. And then the subset is too many mutants, and yeah. the subset is too many books, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And the subset yeah. is shitty mutants. People ain't got no money, right? Right. Thank you. So we slide into issue eight. Lots of alternate covers, and then they pull this. Hey, we're gonna give you a bunch of pages with no dialogue, Hutch. A bunch. Oh, uh, my favorite. <laughs> I always so want to open up my $5 comic book and see architecture. Yeah, yeah we get two yeah. pages. We get two full drawn pages and like three words of dialogue. Uh, I'm exaggerating three. Give it ten. So Layla wakes up back in her home. She was from New York, I guess. She opens up the window. Every- Change shirts. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. Layla Rose. She looks outside. I guess everything's normal for her. Then we go to the Avengers Tower, and then we get Peter uh, in bed. I'm glad we didn't get Peter from that picture. Yeah, mm. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> I have I have notes about this. Um, okay, so it says wakes up in his bed with his wife Mary Jane, who clearly he doesn't care about because he fantasized about being with. Yeah. <laughs> So he clearly didn't care about her or whatever. It it, it Uh, looks like relationships on the rocks already. Yeah, 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 looking pretty cold, to say the least. Yes, she could be. And also, I put in here sister on that photo. (laughs) (laughs) He's back to his white boy haircut too. Um, Uh, Yeah, he ain't funky fresh no more. Yeah, ain't bring that that Seth Rollins shit or or Henry Rollins. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, it's, so there's that. And so Peter's there and his Peter in that shot as well. And so now we get into this whole thing about which people remember the alternate world or whatever. You know, so the people that do remember, Luke remembers, Peter remembers. Um, we'll get into some of the other people later. Falcon is in there. Like, he's, I'm like, wait a second. Where was Falcon in this whole story to begin with? 
Cage. He was on Luke Cage's team. Oh no, he was the cop who came after Luke Cage, wasn't he? Of course, right. He was. Oh, that's right. For like one human shit. Yeah, and then he went missing. Sapient cop. How do you be in two universes and stink in both? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's his perfect world? Oh my god! Yeah. To be a non-existence. Oh. Yeah. oh my god! I, but, I mean, look at but look at the whole shot in of itself. I mean, you, I mean, you pulling mm. out the rank ranks, Sentry yeah. and Spider Woman, mm. She Hulk, and, and for, I don't know who the, that George Foreman back there, Luke Cage. <laughs> Sadly, that's Luke Cage. Yeah, that, <laughs> or Ben Rames, maybe. Yeah, I, I just this is terrible. Like I, I just want to punch people when I see his designs. It's just so bad. Like it's, his arm is bigger than his head. That too. But what, why is he wearing this the fucking beanie on his head? Like it's just it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's is that a beanie a or, a, or a crystal that, sock it, bag or something? No, what it looks the like fuck? the shit they wear at the grocery store in the meat department. It looks like <laughs> no, I'm I wouldn't buy no meat from that uh, person. <laughs> Oh, I read. I think that's a given. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell. Let me get yeah. two pounds brisket. Um, <laughs> uh, can I so, get somebody else to get it, sir? <laughs> somebody not wearing that fucked up hat? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. He worked yeah. at Esther's? Yeah. <laughs> that's old school. Uh, so, Miss Marvel remembers. Uh, She-Hawk remembers. But uh, mm-hmm. Spider Woman was there. Jessica Drake, she doesn't remember. Like we, we get into sure. this thing about who was yeah. there that remembers and doesn't remember. With her ass out, of course. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah that's she a, still got some cakes. Yeah, that she's full figured. I'm not sure. Um. So Peter is super pissed. Like he doesn't remember, and he's just all upset. And then Brother Beavis, we you talked about this in some books that you're currently reading. Like Tony Stark appears in this. He was <laughs> in the whole series up to this point. <laughs> If he had 20 words of dialogue, it was a lot. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man is not a star in this world anymore, in this version of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, uh, all the modern cartoons and obviously the movies, like, Tony Stark is completely different. And he's such a wallflower in this. And I was reading West, I, I, I was telling you, I was reading, I, I don't have a good reason for this, but I've been reading West Coast Adventures. <laughs> Actually, I was trying to get into some of the Scarlet Witch stories, but so far mm. all I've struggled through is the first like twelve issues of them fighting do absolutely nobody. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I, for- I forgot <laughs> Iron Man was in the West Coast Avengers because he does absolutely wow. nothing. <laughs> he's in that red and white yeah. armor, which uh, is terrible. Uh, yeah. he's in, he, uh, he had a new armor dinner every episode or something. Yeah. I had. And they was awful. He has a, I, I had a lot of those issues. There's actually, I was going to send you like a, a one of the pages because there's this, they, they go through the story where the Grim Reaper is super racist. And that he, was the first couple episodes. Yeah. I, I had them books. It's yeah. awful. And they had the, the black, or, or the, the black monkey dude. Yeah, it was. He had oh. Manape and then yeah, like Dr. Voodoo Man-Ape or some, and, somebody. And Mandrill. Yeah, With the Mandrill, who was also yeah, awful. I had yeah. no books. I'll, I'll, take a, I'll text you guys a picture of it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I got it. I got them. I had them. P U. Oh, that's uh, wow. That's well, great. back to this crap. 
Um, Doctor Strange shows up. Like, oh, I was just gonna say, Spider Man is not well adjusted in this. He no. threw a giant fit when his world got broken, and he threw a giant fit when his world got put together. Yeah, it seems very inconsistent with what Peter Parker would do. It seems like yeah. oh, bad writing. Yeah, I mean, bad writing. I mean, at least both his women were white. white. He wouldn't mess yeah. around with blue chicks. And I mean, his women weren't horrible. Yeah. Like Uncle Ben always said, just swallow that shit way down, Peter, and never ever talk about it. <laughs> hmm. What shit you talking about, Uncle? Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. podcast. He literally woke up to next to his supermodel wife and was like, "Yeah, and he, like seriously, <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry, this is, my life sucks." Um. Yeah, so Doctor Strange shows up after a bender. It looks like man, like he <laughs> like had a couple of drinks, um, and he's like, "No, everything's not okay." And then that's a teaser for like, and then Emma wakes up from her bender. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, she, she didn't quite make it home from the bar. She got wow. she got thrown out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> 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 and so, and she's at the mansion though. I'm like, I'm kind of trying to figure out why she was at the mansion. In the grass, but whatever. Um, Cyclops. Yeah. And you stink, bitch. You slept with everybody. <laughs> Boo. Well, what nobody's asking is where's Cloak? <laughs> oh, they're done with him. Yeah, yeah they're, they're done. Cloak, he said, put him back. Put him back in the fucking closet where it belongs. Yeah, right. we saw Layla. We saw Emma. The last two people that were seen was Cloak. Was these two? So yeah. Could be awesome. Um, yeah, we all. He, he got he got the Bagoya treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, so Emma's like hears the screams from inside the mansion, and she rushes inside. And then you know I'm gonna kind of take from my notes here a little bit. Um, one Colossus um, has no bulge in his. Come on, uh, man! Fruits and berries. Come on! Of all the soul three piece set is just. Oh, oh. But um, okay. yeah. yeah, and but anyway, um, Shrink so like every, everybody's just, <laughs> everybody's <laughs> distraught uh, because of the mutant power thing, uh, and then you know the students and Kitty's there, uh, but Kitty got her powers. Then Colossus got his. Of course. Like so, all the good X Men have their powers. Uh, wait a minute, what, uh, Nightcrawler has his powers. <laughs> See what he's doing. All there the well recognized X Men not a good mutant. <laughs> yeah, all the well recognized X Men have their powers. How, uh, that that's uh, awful, sir. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. But he's not wrong. But they explain. <laughs> they explain why this is the case, though. What's the explanation? There's a throwaway line. Actually, if you go back to the last before the last two explosion pages, you'll see Doctor Strange doing some some gang signs, and also <laughs> Emma putting up the shields. And they make a throwaway line that people that were at Ground Zero were protected by Emma's shields and Doctor Strange's mystic powers. Oh, I definitely missed that. Was at the site in her teacher's outfit, if you will recall. So uh, she would still have her got room. it. Okay, I didn't know that. All right. Well, so, good for that. So how did? Yes. So, so Doctor Strange's 
whatever, unearthly, and old girls unearthly, <laughs> stop class 1000. Three thousand or whatever the fuck you got. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because comics. Yeah. So, I mean, if they really wanted to have a story, they would have taken all the mainline characters and take their powers away, and then stuck us with the ranks for however long. (laughs) (laughs) And they did, and they (laughs) will. Yeah, they would. Uh, Kitty's really upset about this. She's got a very East Dayton look going there, right there, man. She's like, East Dayton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very East Dayton in that that, that shot there. What do you mean my pizza's gonna take forty five minutes, Casanos? All right, so Nightcrawler teleports all over the place. He finds uh, uh, Logan on a bender too, like laid out, mm-hmm. like a, you know. I guess yeah, I guess that's just the thing. You know, he's like, oh, I can remember my whole life. Okay, great. That's awesome. And then we keep it moving. And so we get this scene where this is something that I hate that came from the damn movies that I don't think that they needed to do, but they just did it because it was in the damn movies. This idea of the, the Cerebro Dome and, you know, and Xavier, you know, being able to see every all the mutants or whatever. Like, I, I just, I never liked that in the comic books or whatever. Like, I know they had to do that for the movies because it made more visual sense, but like, and even the, the damn Cerebro hat, you know I mean? Xavier used to don it mm-hmm. and to amplify his, you know, his side powers or whatever. But now like it's anytime he uses it, he has to put the damn helmet on. I'm not a huge fan of that, but whatever. So Emma goes out there. She, she puts the helmet on, she goes into Cerebro and, you know, they notice that, you know, Millions of mutants were gone, you know, and the the number gets fudgy if you start to read some of the stuff. They were like, oh, there were 16 million mutants on Genosha. Okay. And then in this thing, Henry's like, we might have lost a couple hundred, you know, a couple hundred thousand and, oh, maybe a million, but not 16 million, Hush. I mean, it's just, they're just making up the numbers as they go. Well, that's what, 2% of the world or something? Or mm. something not even. Right. Six, Six million, million folks? Yeah. Yeah, and one ninety eight becomes a significant number, and they've gone on to say, "Well, that's a symbolic number. There's, there's more than a hundred. There's yeah. more to it than that." Red con. Yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it's sure whatever. Yeah, sixteen, sixteen million is a lot of more food. Now, yeah, we were debating a this a little bit today. I, I don't know that this was completely undone because I remember in House of M. Or House of X, weren't they talking about like if they bring somebody back who had been depowered, they automatically bring them back to their like most evolved form or something like that? That's mm-hmm. what, yeah, that's what Apocalypse was doing, right? When yeah, so I think trials. I think this uh, wasn't yeah. completely undone. I think they just did call the ranks, which they mm-hmm. needed to do, and then now they have the means to get around it if they need to. So there, but there was like they picked off different people and brought them back and just whatever. Right. Some they didn't need to bring back. But they do. No. Glob. Gloop. Yeah. Will you quit hating on Glob and Gloop? I hate that motherfucker. With the exoskeleton person, whatever that person. Man, those yeah, yeah. I don't want to punch Grant Morrison in dick. Those <laughs> inflicted upon us are awful. <laughs> I can't stand them, man. Beak is the one I hate. B. Oh, my God. <laughs> all of them. They all suck. Ugh. Gold balls. Dead girl. <laughs> Gold balls. God. Yeah. Horrible. Dead girl? Or dead girl? Or something? Dead girl? We'll talk later. 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Emma's like, oh, there's all gone or whatever. They don't know if they suppress the powers. I don't like that the fact that Beast is just like, well, where's Xavier? Like, I mean, you're like one of the smartest people on the planet. Like, why are you yelling like a freaking crazy? I don't know if he's mostly Beast mode at this point. Maybe he's losing his his humanness or whatever, but um, that's beauty in the beast mode. Mm. And then Danny uh, 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 from the New Mutants, did she lose her powers? Yes. Okay. She's all unstable like she did. Power of sucking? No. Yeah, she sucks too. Yeah, that um, uh, I'm gonna go kind of social media stuff or whatever. Like people, I don't, people like the New Mutants. And Who likes who are these people? I know I see people like <laughs> online, and I don't know if they're trolling, but like every character, like I mean, not, well, no, every character really except freaking Ileana sucks in New Mutants. Every single one of them, like they're, they're Danny, they all suck. Even Cannonball kind of sucks. I mean, he's got a Cannonball cool, sucks. But he kind of sucks. They suck. I mean, Sunspot's kind of got cool powers, but he's really just freaking Brazil. A short, angry. Yeah, it, it, really, it's, man. It's, it's, no didn't defense. He, didn't he kill a mofo or something? Yeah, yeah. Like no, it doesn't even something. matter. Yeah, the, it's just yeah. The, 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 them characters are two dimensional, maybe one and a half dimensional, mm. and they will always be one and a half dimensional. When they die they every 10 years, nobody cares. When they bring yeah. them back 10 years well, later, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. They, they've always been the not quite good enough X-Men. Right. The I best thing that ever came out of them was Celine. Mm. The new yeah. are the alpha flight of the X-Men. That's basically Damn, that's, that's a good analogy. <laughs> Damn it, that hurts. And it's, and it's true. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they everybody's freaking out inside the house, you know, they're not sure if they don't have their mutant powers or she suppressed their mutant powers. I, I, no, nobody really knows. It's just it's all over the place. I mean, I don't know. And then now we get this appearance of Iceman who allegedly lost his powers, but if you've read ahead, Brother Beavis has already told us too that you know that he didn't really lose his powers; it's just in his head because he's a mental case, probably suppressing his other feelings. Uh, I guess I don't know. It was like uh, guilt, survivor's guilt. Yes. Yeah. Nice so, feet. Uh, yeah. So it, it, I mean, it's just a, it's just a, a mess in that regard. And then we get to this whole scene. All right, now here's my biggest, not one of my biggest beats in this whole thing. So we cut to this thing about, you know, obviously, you know, hey, the mutants are gone. The people, people, the sapiens that hate the mutants are like, good, you know, freaking God's will or whatever the hell they're going to say, blah, 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 blah. And then we get this cut scene with the Avengers, like, sitting there watching this. It pisses me off to no end still, 15 years later, that this is going on and the Avengers are like, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> hey, y'all want to get shawarma? <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, don't fuck with us. I mean, they. I mean, they lost four or five members. Yeah, the mutants, but they really weren't pressed to be like, you know what? We really got it. You know, let's call somebody. Let's get over to the mansion. Let's help these out. You know, what can we do to help offer our support? Blah blah. It was just like, damn, the poor X Men. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> oh well. They were, 
they weren't really all that upset by this, it doesn't seem. Captain America saw somebody who's like, oh, turn that dude off or turn him up. Nah, just turn him down. I didn't really care about that shit anyway. I mean, like, of all the people, you know, he he should have been the one that was most upset by it. Plus, he also got, you know, completely jobbed out and not even allowed to, you know, use his MAGA powers in the house of them or whatever. So, like, this part, I mean, help me out here, y'all. Is this bothersome that the all the time that the Avengers is just like, shit happens to the X-Men, and it's like, well, I mean... Sorry. The X Men are black folks of the community. Yeah, I mean they should have been like uh, Tony, get Hank and get Reed on the phone. We got to see what we can do to help. Hey, yeah, that would have been a token. No, nothing. Yeah. No, there. Yeah. X Men are, are being uh, were have been decimated. Who did it? Yeah. A mutant? <laughs> Click. I mean, they they really Stop cleaning oven. Yeah, they really weren't pressed like you would think. And again, you know, it's it's no wonder, as much as I hate to admit it, it's no wonder as you go through this on time that, I mean, again, the, it's a 180 or whatever, but Cyclops is just like, you know what? Fuck this, man. Like, I'm done with this crap. Treat us like shit or whatever. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to kill my mentor or whatever. Like, that went a completely different direction. But yeah. You know, like, I mean, you could see how the X-Men would turn heel. Wrestling oh, turn fuck Hulk Hogan. And um, you could see how that would happen, uh, you know, over time. But, I mean, this whole thing is really just focused on, you know, Peter being upset and then, like, oh, Doctor Strange saying, eh, you know, I failed too, by the way. You know, I'm supposed to protect this world and eh, didn't do it. Eh, eh, no, no, you didn't. Stephen Strange or Doctor Strange didn't protect us? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, we're doomed. Doomed. I say that. That middle left panel is where they explain who's, who, how they were protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that middle left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean it's fine. I, I just, I just find it weird that they. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna. When you said you, this still bothers you in that picture of the Avengers. They drew uh, Luke Cage like one of them stubby ass pencils, but like just the eraser sticks. Out. I, I mean, there's no good picture of. Go back. No. One more. One, one more. more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, Olivia Coupel's like wide shots are not great. Um, like when there's like multiple people in backgrounds, as they all shrink down to really different yeah. sizes. Yeah, rudimentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bad. Um, that's it. I mean, and then Spider Man has his moment here. We're really getting into the uh, Return of the King ending, by the way. Um, Ugh. Where this continually goes on. So Spider-Man's like, hey, could you use your magic powers, Doctor Strange, and take this stuff out of my head? It doesn't work like that. <gasps> I mean, come on, man. That, this is not the Peter Parker that we know at all. Yeah, it's they, just way... They, bad, they badly... They yeah. really did not write him well at all in this, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Changing the story, to, changing his personality to fit the story just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, you don't so, do that shit. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, so, oh, then now there's an invasion inside the mansion. Well, who could it have been? And then we get this long shot. And then is this where, you know, we see uh, Hawkeye uniform uh, 
Jesus Christ. Strung up. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, yeah. Is this where Ronan is born? Or is Ronan reborn? I don't know if Ronan was a character before, and then he was Ronan, and then he comes back. Is this the rebirth of Ronan, or Ronan for sure? I think this uh, is... Cap? Uh, Cap was Ronan first. So, this is... I, I thought Cap was not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I it's a nomad. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but bad. is this is but I thought Ronan had already appeared before two thousand and five. Um, if he did, I think it was maybe more as a disguise. I think this was definitely the part where it became more of his like this is he was purposely leaving the Hawkeye identity behind. Okay. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of Hawkeye hate. He was like, "Let me just go ahead and take Hawkeye out of this story. This is going anywhere." Nobody care about Hawkeye. <laughs> well, yeah, and this other this panel pissed me off here too. Like, like uh, Cap is smiling at the bottom of this shit. Like, oh yeah, sixteen million mutants died. Oh yeah, but my friend left. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm happy. I'm happy he's for himself. Forget the sixteen million people that died or you know lost their powers. I'm good though. It ain't my fault. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then we go back to Genosha. It's, I guess, in ruins. Oh, well, know. You know what, though? Could that what? have been uh, the scroll, Captain America? I think it's predate all that. Who knows? Yeah, what, who knows? What, I'm sure they changed the it back man. at some point. Wasn't that much later? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So Magneto's there. He doesn't have his powers, well, allegedly. This is 2007, right? This is 2005. No idea. So he doesn't have his powers. Uh, how do y'all feel about that power shot there of the X Men there? Because everybody's so tiny. What do y'all think of that shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, it's all right. Um, it it's not terrible. Like, yeah, it's not the worst picture in the universe. Now that's the Joss Whedon team, right? Yeah, it is astonishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I, I, everybody's so weird. Look at the Colossus' fist. Well, they're gigantic. they're posing too much. Yeah, his yeah. Colossus' head is way too small for one damn thing. His fist uh, doesn't have a leg. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a full leg in the dirt. Yeah, so, of course, leader of the X Men Wolverine attacks uh, this old man, and you know he's like, "Oh, you don't have the power of metal anymore, huh?" But see, then uh, he's like, "You you don't." Lost your uh, lost your power over metal, have you? And he goes, I didn't. And so, like, he couldn't <laughs> lift a spoon, but now he's saying that he like I, this was confusing to me. Like, it looks like that Wolverine's claws went in, like he pushed them back in. Did y'all interpret it that? But then he couldn't lift the, the fork. Like he doesn't say uh, he didn't do it. It's Kitty says he didn't do this. Mm. He says I don't know, and then she just says, guys, he didn't do this. Yeah. So he does not have his powers at this point. Okay. Right. No. So and he goes he goes full um, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. Where's Charles? I don't know. Where's Pietro? <laughs> Where's Wanda? Bruh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like I'm know. laying here in the dirt where y'all left me. Remember the yeah, big explosion? Exactly. I ain't moved since. I'm lucky I got my mouse back. Yeah, even if, if I could have, I probably would have left the island with all these 16 million powerless mutants here. You know, it was, you know, that's probably not the way to go with this whole thing. Um, so yeah, 
So they leave him there. Wolverine's like, oh, when we see your kids, we'll tell them to say hi for you, you know. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Awful. And then we cut to these shots where we do get a chance to see Wanda shopping, like, um, the. Before the internet. Well, you know what? I saw this scene. It reminded me of that scene where, um, uh, in the first season of Game of Thrones, uh, where Khaleesi is shopping in the shop and then they, to save her from drinking the poison or whatever. It's kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of that. Like she was just walking through. Um, but yeah, that's about it. We don't get a chance to see Pietro. And then the voiceover, like dialogue is, it's Hank Pym, I think, is talking. Uh, about you know all the things that would happen, and as an, if there's an a equal and opposite reaction, you know these poor mutants. I'm so sorry that what happened to them, but you know, hey, you know, shit happens, and you know, I don't know what's going to happen to the world or whatever, but you know, it's 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 a terrible thing, and we get to pull Say out their names, yeah, from the you know from mm-hmm. the ground up to the mountains to the rivers to the water to the earth, and then you see this big, I guess is that the sh- shadow of the moon. Maybe. I just think that's the dark side of the, the night side of the earth. Oh, like. okay. But then know. the next yeah. panel, dun, 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 we get Phoenix. light that is like... That is, that is Phoenix, right? No. no. Brother Beavis, go ahead, bro. <laughs> um, so this plays into, I believe, the decimation crossover. Um, <laughs> there's a mutant who can absorb energy, and he basically absorbs all the energy that was just taken from these mutants. He becomes called the collective. And um, then he has some stories around Alpha Flight and Omega Flight that none of us have ever read and are not likely to. Oh, boy. Not likely. Never will. (laughs) (laughs) This this becomes the antagonist of the, I think, the decimation storyline, in which Alpha Flight does get killed. So there is that. (laughs) <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, wow. they, yeah. How could you bury Alpha Flight even more? Wrestling term. <laughs> How could you bury them any more? Like, I mean, God, like, they're literally wrestling on dark you matches. Just, you just basically killed the best thing in in Marvel in mm. this story, almost. So yeah. why not? Yeah. I mean, again, I, it 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 has a great great. It has a significant ending. But did it really change anything other than, like, that's what they're going to change here, like, back momentarily? Like, I mean, did it do that? I mean, I, at that moment, at that yeah. moment, it felt like a big thing. But uh, like you said, they retconned everything. They put everything back. Yeah. So it, it just didn't seemed, really do anything. It, it, it just seems the Marvel 52. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Pretty much. It just, it just seemed like they were just, you know, it seemed like, oh, okay, well, this is something that would be really cool or whatever. And then obviously they know they could bring everybody back when they needed or wanted to. But it just, it was not, it wasn't paced very well. It just, in the last two episodes, are just like, hey, you know, it, it seems like no more mutants should have gone into issue eight. And you end on that, and then you roll into the next thing where you see the aftermath of it. Because trying to deal with the aftermath of No More Mutants from in issue number eight winds up being just like these little shots of the Return of the King stuff. Like, okay, what's going on with that? Yeah. 
on with them? What's going on with them? All right, well, peace out, Sam Mars Ganji. And then that's it. And it's over. And like, it just, you know, and then, but overall, then it just leads into another GD event. And I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. I can't. Decimation? Man. Hmm? Yeah, Decimation was the next one, right? Yeah, yeah Decimation. So, it's just, I don't know. That That's kind of how I feel. If, you know, the, the events should mean something, and they've gotten to the point now, as we will probably be reading here sometime here in the winter, uh, House of X-Men Swords uh, will be uh, coming back with that uh, here soon enough, um, you know, because that's the one that's coming up, you know, in the X-Men world now. And I don't know what it means or why they have swords. What the fuck? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can only guess, and it yeah, ain't good. Exactly. Yeah, it's. I mean, honestly, it's just like okay, so they're gonna have swords because of what? But ah. so I mean, Sandman, what was your overall thought of the House of M? Um, it's a, a lot of fluff around a one big event, three words, and not much else. I'm yeah. kind of disappointed, honestly. Um, yeah, I was. Looking forward to reading it. You know, we never had. Most of us didn't have. Never had. But, yeah, I mean, it was subpar. And there was just a vehicle for them to get to that point. And other than that, I didn't think much of it, honestly. Yeah. Kind of yeah, sad. The, <laughs> the, long, the longest long-term ramification of this is that Scarlet Witch is still a pariah. That's basically it. Um, the, that's, the whole Maximoff. Whatever his name is, yeah. and that yeah. whole that whole line of, of mutants, whatever comes off of that off that wood is going is something most <laughs> is crazy. Well, Polaris is, uh, I think Polaris crazy. She's she crazy. She's Krakoa at least. She at least was able to get to Krakoa. I don't think Pietro and Wanda are allowed anywhere near anything at this point, especially Wanda. Uh, how Magneto get? Free of that. This is, I guess, that's the part where he's not. They're not his kids, and that that timeline. I don't know. It didn't make no damn sense. Eh, 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 I don't get it. No, I don't know, brother Beavis. What do you think overall? You read it before. Now you get a fresh eyes on it later. Yeah, I I kind of remember being um, a little more significant, but I was like completely out of comics when I went back and reread this because my thing has always been. Like, I'm still trying to connect the dots back to when I stopped reading to modern day. And it's just impossible. Yeah. Um, but it, so many crossovers. It's interesting because in, like, the, the early 90s when everything was crossover and variant cover with variating, chromiating covers, as Renee would say, um, <laughs> you know, it was like the the books in between the crossovers sucked because it was just fill over and or filler and then the crossover would advance the story you know so you might they would tease something but you had to kind of wait for the crossover before the whole thing collectively moved then you would get guest artists and bullshit stories for six months or a year mm-hmm. until the next crossover now it's like the crossover is just it's an it's more of a tool for a, like a global reboot or to relaunch mm-hmm. some new line or something like that yeah. To where it's like yeah. it, it 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 just makes everything before that not matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the, there actually are writing books, but they just they throw them away so often. It still just kind of devalues everything that's not in a crossover. And I mm-hmm. it, I can't believe 
that it's actually doing what we're the theory is right like all these big events get people talking and people get back into comics if you get back into comics and it sucks and goes nowhere and the thing you picked up a year ago is redone in a year i can't see how that retains you it's almost like the the cable model where they'll do anything to get new customers but once yeah. you're paying them they're like well fuck you you're under contract this asshole we just signed up it's like like take care of your clients right take care of the people that have been in the game Uh, it's all fucked up i don't hey it's it's we're talking to you (laughs) it's no mystery like why the comic industry is struggling just because it's just not great and in fact if we get to this point i've been some of the stuff i have been reading i'm like damn this was when shit was still good so yeah course yeah it could be old man talking in the middle yeah it, it's I, both two things can be true at the same time it's true. um what do you think overall this is your first time reading this or you read this when this was came out me yeah um i i was reading that disassembled but i yeah this part of it i did not read until now mm-hmm. even though mm. I, yeah i didn't read it when i when it first came out what do you think overall Overall, I mean, it's it's excitingly awful. <laughs> it's yeah, right. It's to get to the point where there's no more mutants. That's kind of cool. But how they got there and this dream fantasy world and stealing from the Matrix and right retrocon and everybody's story again and the start to stop and ah mush yeah the the, the m is mush yeah yeah, yeah it's just I, I i mean again i i as weird as it sounds it's like sometimes if you're going to tell that big of a story you need more than six or eight issues you know but then are you going to pace that's out 12 thing. issues to make it right too and but that's the crossover that's where the crossovers come in too to they right. to draw you in to so you get the full yeah. picture of yeah. the Stanky ass of this, this well, story is. And, and speaking of mm-hmm. stanky ass whatevers, they just did a crossover now. Like there was a crossover going on. I can't even remember what the name of it was at this point. Shit. Um, shit is good. Yeah, shit. <laughs> well, here's the. I mean, here's the the premise of said story. Allegedly, some planet people on the blue side of the moon decided that they were going to invade. They fake united the Kree and the scroll under Hulkling because he's like a, a bastard of the two of them or whatever. And there was some tree people or whatever that were lived on the blue side of the moon that did that, but they were manipulating the peace because they wanted to do something to the earth. But it was a fucking tree people. Like, literally, it was people that were... Trees are people, too. Trees and branches. Tree yes, people tree on the people. moon? I mean, yes, it is on the, the moon. moon, the moon I and guess. so then they invaded the Earth or whatever, and blah 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 blah. Like, I, the only reason I bring it up mostly because one, the crossovers are stupid. Two, remember in that X Men book that we were reading, uh, post House of X, where the freaking the Golden Girls came and beat the shit out of X Men or whatever. Yes, they made a reappearance, <laughs> like in the X Men book that was associated with this shit, and I was just like, "Come on, y'all! Like, really? Like, really? People are yeah. like, really?" Yeah. This is not where we're at, yeah. are we? That's so, where they're at. Yeah. That's where they're at. With that all being said, it's coming soon people. to a theater near you. Actually, I think Swords comes out starting next, not next week, but the following, like the last week in September. Well, we promise to read it within the next 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. 
I'm not for promising coming soon, uh, <laughs> 2035. We'll be reading swords. Um, uh, but before, yeah, before that, we're gonna dr- we're gonna go back to our roots, I guess, a little bit, and we're going to go back and revisit the uh, our new series for season 11. Is we're gonna revisit the restart of the blue and gold. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we got sucked into that about. <laughs> <laughs> To relaunch on Blue and Gold because they were like, oh, yeah, freaking, oh, my God, who was that guy that wrote, writes the DC Universe? Was that Guggen, Mark Guggenheim or whatever? Like, they brought him to write those books. Is that the guy that writes the DC shows? Well, they brought him in to write these X-Men Oh, books. yeah, the, it is some type of Paul something. Yeah, Guggenheim or something like that. They brought him in to write these books, and they sucked. God, oh, <laughs> Why are we going I, think to them, I think one of them was a little bit better than the other one. I can't remember which one it was. Do we have it in the podcast archives? We're we not going to re- read, we read the, the new ones. We're going to no. I know. Yeah, we're not doing that. I'm just saying. Oh, thank the Lord. Yeah, no, 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 no. You just put up number two right there behind you. X Men number yeah. two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're going to go back and read the blue and gold relaunch in 1990. What three? I think, 92, Yeah, we're going to read those books, you know, to kind of take us through a story. But before that, we're going to read the Muir Island saga, which leads into that, uh, so to start season 11. So we're going to, you know, kind of kick it old school, see some incredible art. And um, we, as on our text chain, would like to say, um, these books are not one-shit books. Uh, you are going to be able to just take a shit and finish that book. You're going to have to spend some time in there. So grab a payday, eat that first. Wait, what? what? Get off, take care of your business, wash your damn hands, sit at the table like a human being. And then wait about 30 minutes and go in that bathroom and spend 45 minutes to get through one of these books because, I mean, they are, they are, um, Lengthy to get through in terms of the, the lots of words. You definitely got your dollar ninety nine cents or whatever they were at the time book for those books. So, you know, be looking out for season eleven for X Men Blue and Gold. So yeah, I've been reading ahead on that. I've been reading those. Um, I've been reading the Muir Island saga, which jeez, you got a lot of time in your hands. Yeah, it's been taking a minute to get through. It's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So I got a lot of questions for that. You got to read so many other books to kind of figure out going in there too. You know I mean? Well, oh, but that's true. But that's like you have to read so many books to catch up to what you're reading. I'm just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like that's why. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of that lead up for that story was the classic Claremont, like complete side brother side angle in one panel, thirteen <laughs> issues before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I, I did I tell y'all the other day. Maybe I said it on here that I was watching one of those Avengers, one of those X Men movies that he's in it. Oh, really? Like Claremont's in it. Yeah, oh, was he like one of the? Didn't you? I think you said he was. Was he one of the dignitaries on the first one or something like that? It was know. no. I I can't remember which one it was because again, we never knew who that dude was. So I saw him at a con, but I was just like, wait a minute, that's Chris Claremont. So anyway, but yeah, so yeah, so we're going to get very Claremont, very Will Spatasio, very Jim Lead, uh, like we're going to jump into all of that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. when books were books, that's damn it, we're old, it's going to be, we're going to, this guy's going to turn into the Jim Cornette 
of <laughs> comic book podcast because you're you freaking old young wrestler and AEW new comic book people. You just you know not gonna well, like either that or in three weeks we'll be like, man, this shit sucks too. <laughs> That, that yeah. too. That's a yeah, strong possibility yeah. too. I'm getting that feeling. Getting yeah, that man, feeling. was awesome. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be well, hilarious. Why uh, do we do this to ourselves? These are terrible. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I mean, that's I, a good question. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I definitely think there'll probably be some moments where it's like, mm, for sure. But I, I I think they generally hold up. Like I I you know from what I've been reading, it seems like they generally hold up a little bit. So um, characters, some of the characters are still goofy, but I think they hold up. All right. So that'll wrap up season ten. Uh, the Marvel Hacks. You'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. Just search at Bros Comics wherever you get your podcasting needs served. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, and do all that. Um, if you're on the YouTube channel, just search at Bros Comics. Uh, leave a comment. We've been getting some comments for some of our other podcasts, so you can leave one for this one too. Um, and that's it. So as the X Men, the animated music begins to play us out again, I'm the producer of this podcast. I'm signing off. Sandman, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. We will see you in the new season. Yes, man. Season eleven. It's, it's, I like it. Then you know we reboot just like the comic books did. Damn hypocrites! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this podcast is going to have a variant cover. <laughs> <laughs> Sign off, brother. I'll see you guys next time. Hot Unless I pull a Layla Miller and you never heard from. Her. Yeah, never heard from no, ever. She's, apparently she is. She, she did come it's, back. Yeah, that's what I read. Mean. She did? She did. Really? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, good night, all you happy people. All right. Good night. We'll see everybody in season 11. Peace.